All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I'm Nick DeLore, and you're watching Nasty Knuckles. Listening to Nasty Knuckles, the Hockey Outlaws Podcast, with your hosts, Derek Nasty Sotomayor and former Philadelphia Flyer Enforcer Riley Cote, as they go behind the scenes with your favorite NHL players. Time to face off. Welcome back. What's happening, Nasty? What's up, Rigorilla? I like the lid. Oh, this whole thing? It's fresh looking. Mr. Kaz at Threadworks made it for Elvie. I actually stole yeah. it. It says Elvis. I see that. So I'm rocking it today. You look rocking the orange, too. I oh, didn't yeah. I think you're a big hey. fan of the orange. I, I'm i not as big of a fan as you are of orange. <laughs> but it's got my son's name on it. So yeah, it looks he, pretty cool. He, he thought it was cool. Yeah. Kaz is pretty good at that stuff, yes, man. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Pretty good. You recover from the game the other night? Um, our game, I, it's hard to recover when you're as bad as I was. I had a tough game. I will say this. I I was focused. I I will say this though. Your stick handling, (laughs) man, actually I can't say that about you. You should say it about me because I couldn't handle anything. Mismanaging the puck right there. You had four G's, I think. Yeah, it was on fire. Um, got a, one real quick thing. Zingo, let's go. You Zingo, can't be you better be at the next game. JD, you either. All right, anyway. Yeah, we, <laughs> we could have used a little uh, offensive Rouse, firepower. Boys, Rouse was screaming at me. 
Move your leg. leg. I couldn't even, I couldn't concentrate. I thought fucking Iron Mike was behind the bench there (laughs) yelling at me. No, I'm kidding. I was awful. Making plays then. It's still nasty. You've been around around the hockey long enough and been on the bench long enough. I think I was trying to move my feet. It's just the mitts were were as bad as they are. They were worse. And I finally scored. I hadn't scored in a while. I scored. I didn't count it. They, They thought it hit the post and it went in. Yeah, well, and it happens. That thing had we eyes. Couldn't go, we couldn't go up to Toronto. And, no, and, we and, definitely and could not do that. You can't do it. So, anyway. Anyways. It's fun. Good effort. Yep. Feel we, good. we were in the game, and uh, we'll have to bounce back and get them next week. <sighs> this Sunday. All right. Flyers hockey. What do we got now? Yeah, we got them 4-2. Uh, I think... Uh, like to have seen 5-1, and one, to be honest with you. I think they had a, you know, a little bit of... Uh, fatigue probably set in Sunday yep. with their second, um, you know, the back-to-back. Uh, they played Nashville, played a really good game, won three to one. Uh, Beezer, Bees nuts, our boy. He uh, had three <laughs> points. Um, Hazy yeah, got his first. Yep. Um, and then you know had a tough game against San Jose. A couple of boys benched. Yeah, yeah. Torts doing his thing, sending a yep. message. Yeah. Um, it happens. Yeah, it does. Um, you know, we t- we talked a little bit about this. You know, whether it was. Maybe maybe a little bit over aggressive, you know, benching them for the full twenty. But I think you know, towards his track record is it's yeah. it's not a short term play. His message sending it's it's more yeah. for the long term. So understanding that, um, you know, maybe could have used a couple of those guys on the ice to maybe potentially contribute. But again, I think it's more about the long term, you know, building the foundation of accountability for the rest of the guys to see when those young kids see that he's going to sit. A yep. guy like Hazy and TK, who are you know obviously the hottest players um, on your team, and, and they've been playing really well too. Um, bad thing uh, from that game is uh, JVR hurt. Looks yep. like he's yeah, he's, tough loss. They're saying he's out a month, probably surgery. So um, I hate to hear that. Get well, JVR. Um, so other than that, it's still been a better start than I think a lot of people yeah. thought. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, they're they're obviously trending in the right way. They're they're scooping up wins, uh, and I think the the, the, the identity is there. Yes. The work is there. Obviously, there's a lot to work on, and um, you know I think towards the system, obviously taking care of the D zone and limiting those grade A opportunities, and you know Carter Hart's he's been amazing. You know, been, been amazing. I think the system that they're playing helps support him a yep. little bit better yep. than maybe in the in the past. But uh, no, I mean, I mean, I don't think any Flyers fans expected this type of start. Um, and the energy is there. I think yep. that what, what the fans really hold on to and gravitate towards is there. It's the essence, right? I mean, yep. it's, I would say it's Flyers hockey, it's yes. Tillies, yep. you yep. know, the grunt work, the, the emotion. So, I mean, it, could it be better? Yeah, well, you could always be better. But, right. uh, but I think the substance is there, foundation is there. So, well, nice to see. You're right, Riles. And I also wanted to mention, too, that the that, uh, Nashville game, I thought uh, big Zach McEwen, he had a great game and a yeah, he did. Uh, big goal there and he's working his ass off. Yeah. And and not like we didn't think he would, but no. uh yep. it's nice to see, you know, he had unfortunately he was sent down, but he came up and he not, I feel like he's made a, a difference since he's Yeah, he was uh, wheeling you know, down the back, forecheck, so. nice little play. Yeah. Like yeah. to see him rewarded with a goal, you know, he's worked his his butt off, like I said. So hundred percent. Yeah, boys are trending. So looking forward to seeing uh you know, this Thursday against yep. Florida. Should be a, That'd be a good a, test. A for great, him. good test for sure. Yeah, and um, you know we're on a l- little bit of a road trip tomorrow, Nas. You and we, I, we are. 
with Tovey Hockey. Yeah. Headed down to Washington to see the Capitals, uh, taking a bunch of twigs with us. To yeah. Some guys interested in trying them, and I uh, can't wait to get the feedback and, and uh, see their reaction to the stick because it's uh, it is I think it's a game changer. Yeah. Uh, once you, once we get a guy that's you know going to use this thing and they feel it gonna make a difference i think so too yeah it'd be nice to get in front of uh the squad see lavi gotta talk oh, to lavi i got oh, a couple oh. pills for him see what <laughs> jack he thinks jack him right up yeah hopefully we can uh get one of those bad bad boys into obi's hands yeah maybe he can um, score 60 this year yeah i think he would i yeah. think he would i think, I think he's he gonna too. have a look at a couple of them yeah i think so too all right nast i think we're ready to rock here let's do it episode 91 wow presented to you by DLI Commercial. Good friends at DLI Commercial. Check them out at DLICommercial.com for all your commercial construction needs nationally, not just locally here in Philly, Philly area. Check them out. I think we're ready to rock. Let's go, Nas. Let's go. Welcome back. I'm Riley Cote. And I'm Derek Suttlemeyer. And this week, we are so happy to have big number 44 free agent signing this summer for the Flyers, Mr. Nick Delorier. What's up, brother? How's it going? Thanks for having me, boys. Oh, man. We're pleased to have you. Couldn't wait to get you here, man. Yeah, thanks for coming alive, man. I've been chasing you around a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Busy life, busy busy schedule, but uh, carving out some time. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so what's it been like? I mean, fresh in Philly here. You guys are six games deep. I mean, yeah. talk about uh, in the signing. Let's talk about that. You know, start there. and Yeah, no, that was the uh, first time going UFA. It's kind of uh, how I thought it was going to be, but more nerve-wracking. You know, it's kind of, you know, our role is disappearing. Obviously, I'm not saying my role is the same as you. You were way tougher than me. I don't know but about that. It's, uh, <laughs> it's disappearing, and I thought going on the 13th, that, you know, oh, yeah, my agent was like, there's a lot of teams. I was like, we'll see, you know. Then 13 hits, and I get two offers within a, a minute, and it keeps going, keeps going. So I was like, oh, I am in demand. So it kind of <laughs> triggers you a little bit. But the way I treated it, and I can, I'm a big family guy. I really, thanks to technology, every offers I had that were decent, my first thing was school district for my kids, just seeing. And, no, it turned out, I think I, I the thing that I respect about Chuck as well is, he didn't force me to, to to sign it, you know. I think I got the offer at like twelve twenty. I only signed it at four twenty. Wow. Like I really took my time, you know, put the kids to bed for a nap and trying to just sit with my wife and be like, "What do we think here?" You know, uh, obviously a lot of rumors of me going back to Anaheim with uh, giving me the opportunity of going to play in the playoffs with Minnie. And I told my wife, I was like, "You, you know, I feel like California. I've done it. And I want something new." And obviously. Like I said, family guy, eight-hour yep. drive from home. So kind of see grandpa, grandma a lot for, for the kids. It, it was huge. But, uh, you know, the organization was kind of fitting me. And, like, I, I, I like to be kind of suiting myself with the city. You know, yeah. Blue yes. kind of type, of type of team. And a younger team. And I've been in that role my whole career. So I think trying to bring something, you know, obviously I don't have a cup. I don't have a lot of experience in the playoffs. But trying to bring that uh, that mindset of – you know, you gotta you gotta work your ass off. You know, right. you, nothing's been giving to you. You have to work, and you know it was a really big eye opener for me going to mini. It was so old, how mature everybody is, and how all the decisions is not even upper staff or coaches only us. Compared to now, like yes, we need some guidance. We're young and everything, so I think that fit was good. And obviously, when I signed, we we came here. I think the week after and started visiting houses, and that's when you know we kind of cut it off to where we want the kids to go to school and 
No, I'm happy so far. It's been yeah, good. it's it's been great, and and it's funny you say that. We talked about this uh, when that whole thing was going on, and and you know the free agent frenzy, and and uh, you were definitely in demand, and we were actually shocked at the trading deadline. Now, I know they were giving you a shot, but we were like, man, I I can't understand why they would trade you because you it were was, very important for their it team. Was, no it was a weird one. Uh, we had that long trip just before trade deadline. All the New York uh, teams. And it started just before that. You know, I had a good chat with Pat Verbeek, and he told me, you know, like, we might trade you. So, obviously, when you hear that, going on an eight-day trip, I was in the plane with three suitcases, just, oh, just yeah. ready, you know. And, you know, the thing that helped me on that trade, too, was me and my wife kind of agreed on, like, this is, this is happening. So, the checkout was already done. And then a week after, he's like, oh, no, I'm not trading you. So, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> wow what's happening a curveball and then i think i got traded the day before the trade deadline came up is that just after practice let me practice and everything he's like yeah i think uh and he asked me he's like where do you want to go you know i have some good spots and mini was not in there to be honest with you and i ended up going there and it was the best thing really yeah. yeah yeah wow interesting i mean yeah. you, you we, I mean, I just don't. I I remember us on the on the show just saying, "Wow!" Like I just yeah. There was kind not, of a kind of a not a side deal. It was more of a you know, give me the opportunity. I'm going to yeah. trade you and I'll, I'll sign you. And obviously, business is business. You know, uh, when you come free agency, you look at your options and look at things. But uh, you know, I liked it down there. You know, it's kind of similar a bit here. You know, younger team, but uh, you know, I like more the grit that we have here compared to, yeah. to down there. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah, you were definitely a Philly style. Yeah, right. we were pumped, man. I, 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 we, we signed, man. Yeah, we were, like, we were pretty jacked, and and not just not just the fighting, just the way you play the yeah, game. Like yeah. you play hard, you fuck, you could skate, and you're a team guy, and it's uh, you just fit right into this place, and it's great. Yeah, you got a four you. year deal, man. Yeah, yeah, good for got you. Got you for four years here, so maybe more. yeah, I was surprised myself too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you're like the modern day, you're like the the modern day tough guy, man. You know, yep. you, you're you're tough as nails. I mean, you throw you up there as you know top top three guy in the league, and and and, um, and you, you skate. I mean, you're. The fact that you were an offensive defenseman back <laughs> yeah. in the day, you know, is yeah. is, is pretty amazing. So I mean, you you fit you fit the mold, you fit Philly, um, and then obviously Torts' style, right? I mean, you complement uh, um, his philosophy um, as well as most coaches have a hardworking philosophy. But uh, the young guys you mentioned, right? I mean, I think you're just a good catalyst. So yeah, no, I think it's just trying to change the mindset of the new generation. Yeah, different. like I've I've worked my ass off to be where I'm at. You mm -hmm. know, I think I played. Maybe six years without PK. It was three, four minutes. And it took me a long time to kind of manage when to fight. You know, how back in the days, was you, you can fight, you know, fight two, three times a, a game. It's fun. <laughs> now you have to kind of manage. That's what, like, my first couple of years, obviously being a D-man, I didn't know much. I didn't fight junior. I didn't fight American League. And I was going to ask, yeah. ask you With that, my yeah. size, you know, my first fight, first pro fight in the A was against Ryan Olwick. No shit, eh? Wow. I didn't do... Well, but I didn't do bad, so I was like, okay. And then I got <laughs> traded from Manch to Buffalo, and obviously put me right, right on the left side between John Scott and Zinim Kanapka. <laughs> yeah, right. So he well, take a hand. <laughs> take, take a hand. <laughs> yeah. Rolled that, and then I fought Brendan Prust, that he's a really yeah technical okay. fighter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I did well there, and kind of got the itch, and you know, got to put some bread on the on the table for the family. That's what brought me there. But it took me a while, though, like to. Gage went to do it, when not to do it. 
Because now hockey is all about momentum. Change. Yeah, sure. 100%. Yeah. Hit, you, you get a good hit, it's, it's a momentum changer. Yeah. You, you get a good fight, it is. But it can go both ways. So I think that's the thing that I had to teach myself. And obviously, the league is getting so fast. Like yep. Every summer, I used to work out trying to be 225, 230, strongman workout, you know, farmer walk. Yeah. Now I don't do that anymore. I try to maintain the strength, but I do power skating. Yeah. I never thought at 31 this summer I spend 20 hours doing power skating, but that's what I need because yeah. the league is like this now. But uh, it's, been, it's, it's been a weird track for me for sure, but, uh, you know, I, I enjoy it. I, I wish I could fight more, but you know, <laughs> sometimes you don't get buyers. But I, don't, I think the mindset that I have that helps me is that I don't think I'm the toughest guy in the league. I'm just not scared. Yeah, right. right. Thing that brought me the success I've had. Right, kind of yeah. reminds me of myself in men's league. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, but you're in a position, you know, and I, and I wish I, w- I would have been able to be in that position where it's like you, you're able to just kind of be yourself, and, and the fights will present themselves. You know, you don't have to even yeah, think really about it, really. Yeah, it's really different. It's more on on your terms. Yeah, like that's the thing. Obviously, fighting a lot. I think the last three years, I think I had fourteen, twelve, and ten. Yeah, back in the days, fourteen was a regular season kind of fighting year yeah now it's a lot yeah, yeah. i kind of got that respect from others and now it's like picking and choosing who i can fight obviously i'll fight more the, the same kind of guys but uh it's it's a mindset it's a different mindset you know I sure would i've done as well back in the days probably my workouts would have been different and <laughs> being more uh yeah more know, of right. a two two thirty. but yeah. you know i think it's uh I don't think I would have done as well. I think now it's just having the leverage of deciding when I want to do it on my terms. I think it's uh, it's huge. But when I was younger, obviously, I was just, just looking for it. And it would put me out of position to play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I, know. I know a little bit about that. Um, you know, you're actually really in, in inspiring, and in the sense for like young, you know, young youth hockey players, like learning to adapt and evolve. I mean, again, you were defenseman, offensive defenseman, and you know, you you accepted the role to to move to move up as a forward, obviously, and then and then uh, you know, figuring out that you had to get your hands dirty, but then also yeah. to figure out your body. You know, the yeah, two thirty no. thing resonates with me because I was yeah. that fat ass guy that was. Well, you, you know, trying to be a big. Yeah, I was yeah, trying like, to be big and strong. Honest, and like, like I, I fight McDermott often, like. This guy's big. Yeah. He's long. He has everything that a fighter described. Like he, he yeah. has the technique. He works out in the summers. I know where he works out in mini <laughs> with Clarkie, and I had him in LA. It's like technique and everything, but strong, long. Mm-hmm. Look, I don't work out like that anymore because I want to prove every camp for me. It's I want to prove that I can play. More You're a hockey player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Five minutes. Right. <laughs> I had some t- some tough years. Like when I was in Buffalo, I think I fought Jared Bull. Fifty six second shift. Fought Jared Bull. That was my only shift. No, yeah, well, yeah. Kind of like when you see that it's going away, and yeah. you're kind of still that guy. Like, I had to, I had to, I had to, some thinking to do for sure. Like you, when I switched from forward to, from D to forward, I thought my career was out. I thought I was fourth line grinder in the American League, and you know I got lucky obviously with a trade and having uh, Tim Murray as a GM in Buffalo that wanted me, that saw me. I think he he told me he saw me twice play as a forward and loved what I, what he saw. And obviously I got lucky to go in reconstruction completely in Buffalo. I think that's when you guys traded Vili Leno. And oh, that's right, yeah. And, oh, and yeah. Really yeah. So it's like, I went there, it was like, kind of got lucky. It was guys from East Coast playing their first NHL game and everything. And I got the, the bite of it and I started fighting. So that's why I think it, it helped me a lot to kind of change the page on LA and being that offensive defenseman. It helped me at the beginning of my career for sure, being that forward of 
having the tendency of picking up the puck as a D-man, I'm like, oh, okay, I know. If I put my stick there, I would do this. So it kind of helped yeah. me a bit. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. So got me, got me, it stuck me in the NHL a bit. And then obviously, like I said, now it was more of adapting to the league. It changes so quick. You know? Yeah. yeah. And after that first year in Buffalo, was that you, you managed staying, staying in yeah, Buffalo so for that offseason? and played pretty much, I think I had 18 goals before trade deadline as a forward and D in Manch. And then got traded at a trade deadline, played 17 games. And obviously, I was eligible to play in the playoffs for Rochester, and played there. And then that's when I signed my first, uh, first uh, one-way, two-year deal. And since then, was always grabbing that fifty grand more. Yeah, yeah right, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Until, yeah, until now. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. So, so when you were in match, you were saying <clears throat> you played power play on the point, PK D, but then you're a first line. Yep. Forward. Yep. That's, yeah, forward. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, I was yeah. With, uh, very versatile. Yeah, I know, right? I was, yeah. I was playing with uh, Brendan Cozen. Yeah, and right. Jordan Will, so two small. Oh, players. Wheeler. Oh, yeah, so, right. Uh, oh yeah, we, Wheeler. We had success. So it was it was funny, but PP on the point, quarterback, and yeah. PK blocking shots. So I was kind of doing everything, but at the same time, it's so weird when that decision happened that I was playing forward. I don't know. Where, I didn't know where my career was going to go. Right. Like I was right. called my agent. I was like. What's going on? He's like, oh, just sit tight. And that's, that's <laughs> I, okay. After three months, <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, I'm yeah. still still and sitting I'm here, right? Everything, <laughs> and then you know, obviously, business is business. I changed my agent and yeah, got traded, got an opportunity. And it's a this new league, new generation is all about opportunities. Yeah, right. So, uh, and you know, I think I fit in that window that. Toughness was still there. You know, obviously, I was playing in match with uh, Justin Johnson. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Teddy Bear. Yeah. Uh, he taught me a little bit, you know, and I would not fight in American League. You know, I think I would f- fight maybe twice, three times a year with Tops. Hmm. And he kind of taught me a little bit and, you know, kind of kept that to heart. And I was fortunate to, to see him fight uh, John Scott. Oh, yeah. Minnesota. What an amazing oh, yeah. fight. For that, him. Was, yeah. that was good for him. Yeah. He had, uh, you know, he's one guy that, you know, you wish that. His dream was to play one game in the NHL. Yeah. He got it. And he got he it. He had a great night Dave, the night Dave, before, yeah, David too. David Goliath, oh, right? He had a long yeah, night. Yeah. I mean, trust <laughs> me, I was with him. He was telling yeah, the story. No, and he, uh, he had a great, great Legendary week. Yes, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. Great oh, good story. Good for him. He's, uh, yeah. But those are those are people that kind of stick in my head, you know. That, yeah. You know, I loved, I loved John Scott and I loved Z as well, but they never really – I wasn't there long enough with them, so it was kind of the end of the year and it was a shit show – Everybody's yeah. gone, so we kind of never talked and had. Kind of, I would have loved to pick their brain and see how I could get better, and but I found it by myself. Yeah, wow. you definitely have, and and you know you're lucky, you're lucky because playing with Wheelie, if you even watched him before the game, his whole routine <laughs> that could have fucked you right up, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> morning, I th- was it not morning skate was. Uh, uh, Warm ups. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was the most dangerous guy. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, bobbing and weaving and tight turns. You, yeah. You know, oh my oh, god. Man. He was the most. We intense. laughed. Oh my god. Yeah. Most intense warm up. Guys player. would. He would. You know. He, when he do his whole oh, thing with his eyes yeah. closed. Guys are like, what? There is, is he some. There is some people that have some weird ritual. <laughs> he is one of them. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh my. We've visual, talked visualizing about that for sure. Yeah. yeah. Visualizing. Yeah. 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 Wherever we were, I had to get a chair for him so he could go somewhere. And he would sit in the hall and he'd go up the elevator and back down. That's what he said he was doing. Visualizing the door. But oh, even yeah. in the room when he'd close his eyes and 
be doing his moves. Oh, it's hilarious. I'm like, dude, you're getting ready to do 100 <laughs> spins and warm-ups. You're giving me a headache. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right. But, no, but a hell, love, hell of an American League really. player, man. Yeah, Holy, really, yeah. that guy could yeah, perform yeah. for yeah. sure. Um, j- just expanding on, so you, you ended that the season in, in Buffalo. I read somewhere that you you stayed there that off season. That's is that when you kind of figured out how do you take how to kind of refine the body to to, to play this new age game and, and, and yeah, play a role? little bit. I think uh, obviously family there too. My two oldest one are from from Buffalo. That's when I had my first child and was kind of being more involved. I, I stayed like like I was telling you guys just before. I stayed in L.A. Yeah. on my third year uh, pro. Stayed the full summer there with yeah. uh, O'Connell, OC. Oh, yeah, right. And I would go on the ice, just me and him. He would teach me. He would always add an inch to my stick as a D-man. Hey, get the, <laughs> get the pool skimmer. Fan. He was a big fan of Prongy's stick, yeah, you know, yeah, long sure. stick and everything. And spent the full summer there. My wife was pregnant. We had They took care of us and everything. And um, no, it just didn't pan out. I, I got cut one of the first ones. So in my head when that happened, when I went to... Buffalo played a couple games when in Rochester and then stayed there. I was like, I think I have to stay here now because I played a couple games. Like, L.A., I never – like, I would play some preseason games. I was lefty, D, with Doughty. He would play 25, I would play three in preseason. Yeah. I'm like, I can't do anything. Right. And in Buffalo was more of a – you know, putting my mindset to, like, showing them how I work out and everything. Yeah, right. I was there brand new. I was there for two months. And uh, no, it got me just in just before my my kid was born. I got a two year one way minimum salary. I was like, perfect. And for me, it was like a big deal. You yeah, just yeah, right. Of being on the two way first uh, entry level contract and stayed there. And that's when I started to kind of work out a little bit differently, but still going into because my first four years was really I need to fight every game. If I didn't fight, I was. Like I would run everywhere and just ask glass. I would yeah, ask right, everywhere. right. I would like, and after four years, that's when I kind of like. I think it, that that trade to Montreal kind of proved to me that if I'm maybe a little lighter, work yeah. on my skating and everything. So that's when I kind of changed everything. That was uh, more okay, on right. my own. But yeah. uh, staying in Buffalo was probably a game changer as well to kind of new GM everything yeah. new coach show face kind of, and show and yeah. uh, it helped me to, to stay there I hope that that was the, the, the point but uh, you know give credit to the organization that gave me a chance but yeah. they also four years after almost put me in the pickle there because they put me on the waivers the day before the 25 man roster so oh man I had to go back in the American thing and for a guy like me Worked so hard to get up there, yeah. To get sent down. That was that was a slap in the face. Yeah, and, right. Yeah, but I sure. I took it the right way. I went. I got. I couldn't even go to Rochester. They told me not to to go there. Season started two weeks in. Guys have NHL have five games at my home. Just waiting. They're trying to trade me. They don't want me to get hurt. So I had to take an insurance by myself to go work out just to make sure and yeah. to not get hurt. And got traded. Went in Laval. Played two weeks there. Got called up and. Wow. Never went back down. Wow. But I think That's I needed awesome. it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. 100%. It was, it was a slap in the face. Uh, went in Laval with a great attitude. And, you know, I had a great first year in Montreal. Second year, obviously, uh, fought preseason, bro- uh, had facial surgery. Yeah. And I had Cole Julian. Like, I, I never say anything about coaches, but it wasn't a fit between me and him. Right. And he told me, he kept telling me I, I was behind everybody and 
I was up for eight weeks at the beginning of the year. At the end of the year was the same story, so I wasn't playing much. Hmm. I think the last 20 games I got scratch. Didn't make the playoff by one point. And then that's when it was my first ever time asking for a trade. I was like, I need out. I have one more year. Right. I, I did an extension with Montreal. And I need out. And going to Anaheim was probably the best thing for best me, thing going for in that bigger division, trying yeah. to prove that. But my mindset when I got there was totally different. I was like, okay. 26, 27, I'm just going to go there and you know, be a good pro. I won't play every game. And first 20 games, I think I played five games. Wow. They were trying to see who, which kid was staying and stayed positive. And then ball kept rolling and ended up fighting 12 times that year. Scored my first hat trick and then extension. Wow. And then that's, that's where we're that's at. Awesome. So I think the big thing is the mindset that I kind of changed helped me in the yeah. future. Yeah. I think that's the things that right now, the new generation, everything has been giving to them. Yeah. I got kids. I know. Right. How it is. Yeah. 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 I, had a tough, I had a tough childhood and I don't, I don't want my kids to be like that. Right. I give them what they want. Right. I'll make them work for it a bit more than maybe the regular person, but everything's been given to everybody. So yeah. So that's, that's the it thing is so that true. Yeah. Talked about entitlement. Yeah. 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 So but at the same time, it makes, it's fun to watch. The NHL is fun to watch. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like I having Zegras, like I was, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were going to ask you about like that. that Talk is, about him. That kid is so gifted. I've never seen somebody with so much hands, so much talent. Oh. His attitude is just goofy. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. He, we we came with a thing. I think like he legit has a five second mental jam. So you would tell him <laughs> something. You would tell him something and be pissed at him. Five seconds later, hey, how's it going? Like, <laughs> yeah, but I think for how he plays, it's yeah, the best you thing need that. Can. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You got to. But like he, like that's one kid that I'm like, if I do that, I can't pull that off. Right. Like, yeah. Just come to the rank and just be goofy and just have a terrible practice. But he does work. Yeah. When he wants. When he yeah. wants. But he's an unbelievable player. Yeah. And I had like he just before getting traded, uh, not before getting traded, before uh, Bob Murray got fired. He came up to me. He's like, I want, because I'm a guy that gets at the rink two hours before practice. I work out before. Mm-hmm. And he said, I want Zegers and Drysdale with you every morning. First day, Bob Murray's on the bike. Zegers is not there. Oh, boy. <laughs> Second day, not there. He's like, go fucking get him. So like, I told him, I was like, look, I don't want you to fucking lift as much weight as me. Just show your face. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just exactly. be there. And he started doing it every every morning. He would bring me a coffee. Yeah. Stop at Starbucks, oh, bring awesome. me a coffee. But he would be there. So he kind of get into his head of, they wanted him to be there early to kind of be a pro. Yeah, right. right. I right. Think this year I was talking to Shannon Kirk and all those guys. And he's been doing that, getting there early and yeah. everything. So I think it's just trying to get, not the old soul that we have, but, you know, you play a game for a living. Right. Get up, come early. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. But, I think it's the new generations like that, but it's fun to watch when you see those Man. kids. Man, I, I think people, I think people get there early to watch them in warmups. Yep, just to watch. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Know, like it's, it's I, still, I still can't pick up the puck on my stick. <laughs> yeah, I know, right. <laughs> so he does it like it's like oh, nothing. Yeah. Like, but uh, it was a. It's fun to see. Yeah, it is. But it's at the same time, I you wish you were like my kids don't want to be me. Like, <laughs> they don't want to be. Zegers of course yeah. like that. so sexy looking yeah, right? yeah. No, but uh, no it's <laughs> it's where the money's at I guess yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. I know if you could score 50 and yeah. have mitts like that or 
Probably would have taken that pass. But I think so. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> it wasn't in the cards now. <laughs> <laughs> See that puck? That, that puck is Yeah, you saw it, it earlier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I know. It, it, the skill level is amazing. But, you know, to, to your point on, on Zegris, it wasn't so much about how much work he needed to pour in, but, like, just, just showing up there early. True. It's like the mindset of being prepared, right? You can't he's show guy, up right He's a guy you don't want him to be strong. Like, you want him to be strong, but at a certain point, you don't want him to bulk up. No, of course right. not. You know, but it's just... Being a pro, just being you know, there, yeah. It's that's that's how, that's how I think, especially like Torts being here. Like he hates hats. He wants everybody to be, oh. but like he t- he told us he's like I lost that battle about hats and everything, but you know we have tracksuit to, for the road. Right. You you wear them. Like he's gonna call you off if you don't. But that's for me. It's like I go up to yeah. Go, up, go downstairs for breakfast. I, I know I have to wear that. I don't yeah. need to ask. Hey, what's the dress code? Those young guys don't know. Like they're like, oh, I can put some shorts. I still have the hat, but it's not that. Yeah, like, right. he is yeah. an old generation. He wants you yep. to be like that. You do it like that. Yep. Yeah, like the first thing I think it was uh, <laughs> first first day of camp. Not first day. So after those two skating tests, yeah, the first day I see guys going out with no chin strap. I'm like, I think this guy, you might need to want to put your chin strap on. Yeah, just. Everybody's been putting a chin strap on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't want anything against you on that point, but right. I think. That's what the this organization needed. Like obviously you Some guys discipline you guys yeah, right. you guys love, probably love all this. He hasn't been too bad, I guess, on the right. on, a, on the podcast after games or uh, no. interviews, but you know, we needed some guidance. Hundred percent. But at the same time, he can't do it by himself. Yeah. We need to we need to fix what's going on and everything. And to come back to the start, I think we obviously last game was bad for us, but you know we had we had a good start. You know? Yeah, very yeah, good start. I think Hartsy's been standing on his head. Yeah, you know, it's we have a lot of things to fix. That's for sure. Uh, but no, he he's a big piece for us too. You know, he mm-hmm. comes up and you walk your ass tight. You know, you you never know if something's yeah. gonna happen. Like today, you know, practice we had a bad bad game. We had a day off yesterday. Like, everybody's mentally prepared to get bagged. Yeah, we didn't, but we worked on a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. but you know, it makes everybody just walk. Yeah, right. And yeah. you know, it's I think it's good. Hundred yeah, percent. It was needed. I I I worked with Torch three times with USA hockey and stuff, and even at that, like, man, he like he holds you accountable yeah. and, and you, work. Yeah, yeah, I mean you And there's no bullshit. Right. Yeah. He's, like our meeting before camp was, you know, like we're gonna have some battles, we're gonna have some good times, some bad times. It's not because I hate you. Right. I'll send some message. He does. You're making seven sheets, or you're making yeah. seven fifty. It's gonna. He treats everybody the same way. I think that's what we needed, and that's what I think the NHL still needs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I agree. I agree with that. And you know, for flyer situation going into the off season, like there couldn't have been a better guy. No, to to, to take that job and, and lay down that foundation and bring that accountability yeah. back, and you know, build off that. Right? I mean, you said like you need a supporting cast. He can't do it himself. Obviously, no, for but, sure. But but it seems like you know the, the, between yourself and D'Angelo off off season additions, and just the energy behind the rest of the guys mm-hmm. is certainly from from a spectator standpoint, certainly vi- visibly obvious that you guys are trending in the right direction, and you guys are believing yeah. in him. Yeah, that, system. like I said, there there is a lot of things to to work on for sure. But I think having that, you know. Obviously, we're going to be in shape. That's for sure. Yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah. having that mentality, there, there's like no quit. Yeah, uh, right. No blocking shots is a big thing for him. Yeah. And guys are blocking shots. Mm-hmm. You know, like everybody. And I think that's the thing that 
you'll if you work hard and you lose, he's gonna be as happy as if you win and you yep. yeah, have right. an easy night. Yeah. So I think that's the thing that kind of brings back to keeping everybody accountable. Like now like you play a shift and you feel like you did a mistake. He knows you didn't want. Yeah. yeah. He might not he might not sit you or something, but you know that video session. So yeah, it yeah, makes yeah. it yeah. makes the full environment uh, stricter. It's fucking work. Yeah, yeah right, that's yeah, what yeah. it's supposed your to be. Work. Yeah, so right. I, I think it's it's good, but like, you know, we'll we'll try to turn this thing around. You know, obviously when I talked to Chuck and to to Torch before signing, like I kind of knew what went wrong before, so I kind of felt like I was already here before signing. Yeah, that what needed to be changed, and you know, Torch came in and said he, I need to change a couple of things, and not even a week after, things were changed. So, yeah, it's funny. One of the boys told me the other day. He had some guys get haircuts. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but the old so man. What do you bun? think about the man <laughs> bun? <there? laughs> oh. That wouldn't, that wouldn't <laughs> fly. I thought, I thought he was going to say something about my beard, but he has a little scruffy one and he has the goatee. If he would have said something, I would have probably did the goatee. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. Yeah. But, uh, but no, I think he wants you to be presentable. Right. I I actually don't care about hair and everything. But, right. You know, like I think poor. Uh, Poor way to, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I told him he looks better like this, so yeah. but uh, I think he put he shot himself in the foot, he liked to play with it, so it's kind of oh, yeah. a distraction now. And yeah. You're a younger guy, yeah, yes. yeah, you can't have that, yeah. but no, he did it right away, yeah. I yep. offered him to cut it right before practice, did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be great, but no, he uh, he's a good kid too, yeah, you know, he's, oh, he's a beauty, he's awesome. yeah, he works his ass off, but that's what we like, but you know, that was a message, yeah, yeah. 100%. He did it right away. Yeah, exactly. And it's tra- it's translating, you know, into into the to the fans, right? I mean, all, all fans want, especially in Philly, is just yeah. honest effort, right? That identity, just like that. Again, win, lose, or draw. It's like you're yeah. showing up, and and you're, and you're gonna fight till the, the, the yeah, buzzer. no, for sure. And it, like just just look at how the vibe is going in the city right now. Yeah, I know, right? right? Yeah, yeah. yeah like it's I was crazy. Getting, I was warming up just before the the game when Harper hit that bomb, and I heard the you stand. could hear the stadium. It was, in insane. The... It was insane. That's crazy, insane. man. But that's how. Yeah, that's why. That's one thing why, when I signed here, was yeah. this city is. Yeah, you're gonna have, you're gonna have some people that's gonna hate you. I still get I still get chirped about me signing here and not Johnny Gaudreau because the full story was him signing here, right? And I took his money. Oh I, yeah, right. I wish I took. Buddy, his money. You, I, everybody here. <laughs> I obviously, spent, those fans yeah, don't know anything. They don't know what they're talking about. But, you know, those are things like. Right. I don't. I played in Montreal. Yeah. yeah. One day you're yeah. God. The next yeah. day, you can't play hockey. Yeah. Right. I'm not a guy that gets affected by anything. Yeah. You know, it's, it, but, you know, you see the city, like, it's a sports town. Like, oh, yeah. You, know, you can, if you don't perform, you don't perform. Yeah. Right. Like, we're going to get booed sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes they're going to be jumping and it's yeah. going to be sick. So yeah. I they, think that's, when it's, when it, well, when the team's working hard, yeah, it's always it's good. A, but I'll tell you what, the playoffs, it's just like with the Phillies, obviously not as many people in a building, but, man. In the final, Electric, last yeah. when we were in the finals, even uh, we were talking about the series a few years back with it. Well, it's been a while now, actually. Yeah, right. With Pittsburgh and that. Back. But, man, I mean, that building gets going, man. And it's, I could see you just it. get chills. I could see it. Oh, yeah. Especially right now, too. Like, it's a good start for the city. Like, I yep. think personally, Great. we had a good good start. Yep. You know, 4 2. I'm pretty sure everybody was not thinking that. No. We, we yeah, just right. said that earlier. Yeah. Exactly. And you got the Eagles and you got. Phillies yeah, that are doing unbelievable. So I think it's it's good for the city. We just gotta, you know, kind of get the vibe from them as well. You yeah, know, trying to get the full city yeah. just buzzing. Yeah, yeah. And like you said, I I don't think 
they were expecting this start, although we actually, not to say we know what we're talking about, but <laughs> we, we did. Like, we, we talked about it. It was just like, I'm telling you, this team, knowing torts, it's going to be different, man. You know, I'm not saying you're going to win 82 games, but yeah. Yeah. Um, they're going to play hard. You guys are going to play hard. I know, still know most of the guys on the team and talk to them. And, and they've been embarrassed by, you know, what's going on, and it's – Take a lot of shit in Philly, like you yeah. said. Like this is one of those towns, but like nobody likes losing. No, doesn't no, help no. anything. Doesn't no, help doesn't. you as a as a individual with a contract or anything like that. It you just play, doesn't. You play help. for so much things. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah right. exactly. Yeah, pride is one of them. Yep. You play for the team, but there's some guys that need to sign. Right. Yeah. So you kind of play for yourself a little bit, but right. You don't have success if the team's not having that's success. The, that's the like truth. I told, I told this in so many interviews. Like people were like. So, like, you're not a point guy, but, like, when you don't have a point in, like, five, six, ten games, I was like, if I can go a full year without a point and make the playoff, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Right. It's the truth. Yeah. I'm not there for that. Right. Yeah. Like, for me, I got asked after a game uh, in Tampa. I was like, how, how does it feel when you're in the box and you score? And they score. They get their point. It, it feels, for me, the same way as when I score. Right. When I fight. I go in the box. Not even the shift after we score. Yeah. yeah, right. Turn to get. I mean, yeah. That's, that's like for me. I, I, I want AZ to have fifty goals. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have some. Yeah. I'll have fifty fights. Have <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But you know, winning is something, and if I can change something by not being on the score sheet, I, I can care less. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's 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 huge for the team, and that's what some people just didn't understand about how how good of a signing this was for you, uh, or for the Flyers. And yeah, you, and yeah. You, but I won't but, complain. But you know, yeah, what I, I know, but, right, yeah. but you know what I mean. It's, <laughs> yeah, just, no, it's like sure. something. Things sometimes fans don't understand the game totally. You know, and and know what that certain. It is, it is hard to understand as a fan for sure. You try to. Some people don't know about the caps, right? The cap space and everything. Like you want Wayne Gretzky to come back and play. You yeah, want, right. like you want McDavid to be traded to your team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of <laughs> yeah, course. Exactly. Work like that, but yeah. no, right. it's, uh, that what that's what makes it fun though. It makes it like. People like you. People hate you. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the full. You can't be. You can't be loved by everybody. That's right. that's the main thing. But if it starts affecting you, that's when you know it. It's not good. It's so. not good. Yeah. Outside of the, uh, you know, say the foundation that's been laid, you know, the grunt work and the identity. I mean, you said you're working on a bunch of stuff. Obviously, I think we can all recognize you can always work on stuff. What what is you know they say the top two things as a, as a team right now that you guys are focusing on uh, cleaning up. Well, I think you know closing quick in the D zone is one thing. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, and it, I think our start's been, we had some good starts, we had some bad starts. I think those two things are more of, uh, you know, not issues, but need to be fixed. I think in the D zone, we we kind of watch a little bit too much sometimes. We got to close, and you know, we've been practicing every day. Every day we we have a practice. There's five on five drill. Yeah. Uh, there's some good players out there. Obviously, yeah, sure. we yeah. we have to have kind of that. Uh, that mindset that we can close, but if something happens that we have the support that somebody else can help and those are things. And I think, you know, we, we've been shooting the puck quite a bit. I think that's the main thing. But I think it's all around. We have to fix a little bit of things, but those, I think that D zone is one of those things, you know, but it comes back to old school. Like you played. Yeah. Those two blue lines, you can't turn the puck over. No, you cannot. Oh, those, those kill haunt you. And I think it's, it's going to stay like this for the rest I think of hockey generation or <laughs> yeah, hockey right, yeah. if you turn the puck at those two blues, it's it hurts. So I think those are things that we have to clean up. You know, I think uh, there's a couple games that we were in the fight and 
one mistake, they capitalize. Yeah. And we know, like Torres said it, we don't have the powerhouse to have one guy that can score five goals. That's it. You know, it's we have to do it as a team. We have to be better without the puck, defend yeah. better. And, you know, we've been lucky enough to, to, like our PP was going well the first two or three games, you know. Last yeah. game didn't work out, but there's games like this. Right. It's trying to, you know, that D zone be, be better in front of Hartsey. Because we know we have a good goalie. We know he's going to save our ass. Yeah. If you can save it twice instead of ten times, yeah, helps a lot. Exactly. But uh, those are things for sure. And you know how it is, special teams. Yep. Yeah. It's, 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 huge. it's huge. You know, obviously we got scored a couple goals on the PK. And, you know, those are things that, you know, you got to tweak. Sometimes killing that f- extra five seconds helps you win that game. So right. it's all little things, but obviously – no, we're missing some good pieces. Yeah, right. That, that's what I think people aren't thinking about either. We're missing a few guys yeah, right now. So. You know, I think, you know, Risto didn't play. Risto's a big body, big right. deep. Yep. You know, he's going to be back soon. I think that's that helps our decor. Right. No doubt. Uh, you got Cam, yeah. veteran guy. You got Coots, that's probably, I would almost compare him as Bergeron. You know? yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. 100%. True. Defensive minded, but yeah. has skill and offensively. Score, yeah. No, those are two big pieces. No you got Brownie as well. You yeah, know, it's a, there's, we're doing well. Right. Could we do better? One hundred percent. But there's there's some things that that are missing. That's for sure. Yeah. No, that's awesome. And you mentioned like the D zone closing. I, I feel like when, you know when you think of like towards his teams in the past, it's like you know really real strong emphasis on yep. the D zone. I remember like yeah. they're them squeezing like four bodies in the corner. But I mean, to your point, I mean. It, you know, you have to score as a collective unit because you don't have that, you know, extra yeah. firepower. So playing, you know, better defensively, obviously, is going to, you know, is going to translate to more, you know, some more offensive chances, but also to, to help Carter Hart, yeah, no, right? I mean, sure. it's like, like giving up great a opportunities. For sure. we have, we, like, like, TK's having a good start this yeah. year, yep. you know? Like, he's leaving, leading scoring for us. We trust that he's going to score goals. Mm-hmm. But we have to defend first. Yeah, you yeah. can't. You can't. We we don't have the team to play running gun. No. Uh, are we good defensively compared to another team defensively? Maybe, but we don't have that firehouse up front. That yeah. Can, yeah. So I think that's. I think the old saying: if you score more goals than them, it's it's yeah. for sure a win. But you know, <laughs> you gotta make sure that you know we start well and close quick. That's the main thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's amazing. Um, yeah, I would lo- love the start. Love, love yeah, the foundation. Awesome. Um, uh, what's your overall thoughts on your Philly outside of like you know the the, the fans themselves? I mean, have you had a chance to? I haven't kick had the chance. Not, not much. Obviously, yeah. not being obviously practicing in Voorhees, I, I didn't go much in Philly. Uh, but you know, I think it's more being more around the team right now. It's kind of the only thing I can describe. Obviously, I'm a little ways away from, from those guys from Haddonfield, <laughs> but it's it's been good. You know, I think it's uh, weather's beautiful. And, you know, as of now, I think I have to find myself to go a little bit more in Philly because, you know. No cheesesteak yet? No. No. Oh, no. <laughs> He's off Riles, the cheesesteak now. He's off the cheesesteak. can't be 2.30. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he told you. He's cutting yeah, cut weight. No, but you got to have one. You got to no, have one. I have to man. find a good spot, that's yeah. for sure. But, uh, no, I haven't visited much. You know, obviously, the only time is when I came here to visit the house. We were staying at the, at the hotel downtown at the Ritz there and kind of visit the, the locker room here and then the Wells Fargo. But I haven't been in Philly that no. much. Yeah. You know? Well, 
I guess um, uh, over time you'll end up uh, <laughs> you finding, you're finding your way there. I, mean, I know you got your hands full. You got four kids and you got some dogs and you know a home to take care of. What, what are your hobbies outside of uh, outside of you know being being a hockey player and uh, grinding at the rink? Just pretty much everything that kids want to do. Yeah, I mean, right. That's, yeah. that's the thing. I try life. to try not. I I don't bring work at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously have a saint at home, my wife with four kids. Obviously, when I see those rolling eyes, that means, you know, I got to take care of the yeah, yeah, yeah. You're tagged no, in. You're yeah, tagged in. Yeah. <laughs> no, we got the, the two little ones that, you know, I got my my youngest one that's just ball of energy. So it's, there's always something going on. Yeah. But my Barbies has been, it's been the good thing. But yeah. Yeah. like everything on Disney Plus, I've seen it. Uh, oh, yeah. The two oldest one now are more of a, you know, I got my oldest one that's doing gymnastic classes every Wednesday, so I kind of take care of that. Okay. And, uh, you know, my son's playing hockey every Monday here. And oh, kind cool. of, uh, I try to do all those things because obviously when we go on the road, right. try to help the wife, you know, happy yeah. wife, happy life. Yeah. But uh, no, <laughs> it's more of, uh, I cook a lot. You know, I, nice. I, oh, okay. I started probably when COVID hit, you know, I love, I love red wine. So I kind of pair it with what I want. So I kind of, Try to help the wife as much as possible. Yeah, you, know, you kick, a, kick Chef Greg out. Is that what you're trying to say? No, no he, his food's been good. He's yeah, been yeah. good, so it's been good. You know, he, but I'm a guy that great. you know on days off, I like to you know go in the cellar, grab a bottle of wine, and kind of Google that and be, oh, this is good with castle oh. fish. So I, I, I'm not a guy that's gonna create food, but if I have a, all the instruction, I can do it. You do it. There you I'm go. A big smoker guy too, so. Love oh, my trigger. Okay. There you so go. Yeah, it's uh, no. It's been one thing I, I try to to help help the wife as much as possible. Yeah. Obviously, you know, practice at eleven. You know, breakfast and lunch. I'm not there, so right. it's uh, trying to take care of dinners. But uh, no, it's a uh, it's been good. It's, yeah, it's been rela- kind of peaceful. Especially, I think uh, four years ago, I decided to you know I don't bring work at home. I don't, right. There's some smart. There's some things that you know she my wife knows it. She first year she was like why do you fight why do you fight like it's and now if i don't fight in five games she's like you better do something it's got to have a piece of red got, meat get yeah. out there <laughs> I, I had to teach my uh my oldest uh son to kind of he came in california he came six games and i fought five games in a row and the sixth one i didn't fight come home he's like dead Take a night off, Dad. <laughs> you didn't fight, so I kind of try to talk to him. I, you don't want to be like me. Yeah. You yeah. want to be like him. So yeah. it's kind of that way. It's funny now. The kids love it, and obviously you try to take care of the body. You know, you yeah. you've seen some some bad things with the, back in the days. People that fight a lot, but uh, you know, I think the main thing that kind of keeps me sane is you know not talking about it. You know. Yeah. Right. Right. I do. I do my study. I do my before game. I know. Let's say we're playing against uh, Colorado. I look at my fights that I did against McDermott. I kind of mm. see the tendency and everything. Then when it's done, it's done. I don't. Right. And I, I think I, I have a lot of respect for guys that do that job. That's why you, you'll see it every every fight. I always talk in a box to somebody, and like when when the fight's over, we always chat. You know, I don't yeah. I don't have hate. I don't yeah. fight because I hate. The guy, right? It's if something happened, or I'm trying to change something. But yeah, we're all in the same boat. It's a tough job. There's uh, yes, it is. It's uh, no, I love it though. That's the thing. But at the same time, I have respect for for all the, all those guys that do that. 
Yeah, no, much respect for you and what you do and, and how yeah. you've evolved. It's actually very, very inspiring. Um, you're obviously a coachable guy. You've had some great coaches throughout your career. Has anybody um, in, in your in your hockey career really jumped out to you as like being like a guy that kind of helps you make sense of your skill set and, and direction you need to go? Yeah, I think when I got traded from L.A. to Buffalo, Ted Nolan kind of gave me the – obviously it was – team was not going well at all, but kind of gave me – the eye opener that you know you can play hockey you know take what you had before as a d-man and try to put it in your game because i was just stiff trying to fight hit i would get the puck and i would bobble it dump it now i, I still do it obviously i don't have skills for so, it, so, it sounds like my shifts <laughs> what, what do i do what like, i do with this thing trying to be more relaxed is yeah something, right you know like and you know shooting the puck sometimes i try to like put it in the corner and go get it i love hitting but yeah. I can shoot the puck more. I think uh, those were, obviously, he kind of set that a little bit in my head. It took me a while to kind of get going. But, you know, going to Anaheim was, you know, Dallas Eakin's a really family guy. Like, he he really treats people like their own kids and kind of, like, talked to me when I was not playing a lot my first year there. And he was like, you know, like, I see you in practice. Like, you always score in practice. Like, I, I created that habit in junior to being the best practice player because – I had the two toughest coaches in, in junior. I had Andre Tourney that's in Arizona, and I had uh, Benoit Gru. Oh, and yeah, those guys, wow. if you didn't practice well, he didn't give a shit who you were. <laughs> yeah. So for me, it would always be that. And in practice, I feel like I'm, I'm a skill guy in practice. Like, again, <laughs> I can score, I make plays and everything. When it comes to game, I kind of, like, come back to my roots of, like, trying to hit and everything. But, you know, Dallas Eakin was kind of one guy that kind of, like, told me, like, you're a big guy. Use your, like, Use your speed. You're going to do it. Hockey is a game of mistakes. I'd rather you do a mistake of trying something, maybe not at those two blue lines. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, trying something in the ozone, you know, trying to beat a guy one on one. He kind of believed in me that I have a 50 50 chance of, you know, trying something. And that's one thing that kind of opened up a bit. And, you know, obviously I, I wish I had more skill and more offensive minded, but I think. I still have that blockage from being that fourth line guy when you come in the league scared of making a mistake. Right. So obviously I'm trying to still improve in that, but you know, it's a it's still a learning game. 31, I'm still yeah, trying to learn. Still oh, yeah, 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 you're always, always a student of the game, right? That makes me feel old. I think I told you this earlier. I had Dallas Eakins as a player. That's how old I am. Like my Hope first year, he was in Florida. Face, yeah. In Florida, <laughs> my first year in Florida, he was uh, he was playing there, but – Anyway. I've heard great things about him. Yeah. Um, I mean, kind of building off what you're saying there, like the the evolution from D to forward, like, you know, he sounds like you're like tentative trying to figure it out. Like, what was that fine line of like what you what you believed you could do, you know, like get, getting the puck? Like, were you like, were you trying to skate pucks in or were you right when you got, took on the role where you just put him in the corner and trying think, to get the hit? I think getting the hit for me kind of got in my head because those Ds don't like when I'm coming. Yeah. No. And that's... Me carrying the puck and maybe getting squeezed off puts in my mind that I could have created maybe something on, yeah, maybe I'm going to go hit him and we won't get the puck. If I do it multiple times, not third period. They're throwing the puck away. They don't get it. Yeah. I think there was one game, what was it? I think it was the first game of the year. Dumped the puck, I'm trying to go behind the guy to hit him and he's letting me go in front. Yeah, right. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. No, no, obviously now with like you know mixing lines and everything, I think it's... You know, having that 
mindset that as a line you've played together a lot, you know, trying to get the tendency. Like I played last game with Lots and, and Big Mac and I told Lots, I was like, yeah, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I know you want to be, he's like, one of the easiest periods yeah. I've played. It's straightforward. Yeah. yeah. So you kind of have to kind of get that mindset that everybody together. And I think I had success in Anaheim with that is that I was playing with Derek Grant and Carter Rowney. And it was, they knew I was F1. Yeah, right. We knew Rowney was F2 and yeah. we knew that Grant was F3. Mm-hmm. But it never changed. So they kind of knew, okay, if he dumps there, my instinct is going to whack it behind the net. So I knew he was there. So at one point, right. it's like, didn't familiarize with your your line as well but i think it's i should carry it more obviously with my body and if i have that speed but i think i my mindset's still there of like, i'm trying to hurt him yeah so when i go back i might get the puck now yeah so, you yeah. know it's uh but no i i wish i could handle the puck with more poise but you know i think it's just being that fort line guy you try to yeah exactly minded defensively and not yeah. being that guy that it turns the other way and yeah because our minutes are not like first line minutes, so right. you, you want to prove that you make the right play and the safe play. But I, I, I agree, I'm always more on the safer side than the riskier side, and I think it helped me in my career for sure. But you know, yeah. I think I, I, I should take more risk at certain spots. So. Yeah, but I feel I feel you. You know, like you you know you know where you stand, and like you you, you enjoy hitting. Like I was the same way. Not that yeah. I. Whatever you know, thought of trying to beat be a defenseman, but you know, like you, you just know what what that play is going to create. You know, yeah. Some, you know, I mean, you, you know, you're on the body, it's going to squirt yeah. out, and it's going to create a, a little melee. And if melee. it doesn't now, it's yeah, like, you do it the same. Two, do it again, and do it again, and do it again. Obviously, as you're a lefty, when you dump the puck, technically you got three chance of hitting three D, three D. Yep. If you hit that same guy every time, because obviously Fort Line, you're not playing against the top D. They're trying to play against. So if you yep. hit that third pair every time then you maybe you don't wish to hurt anybody but yeah. if one gets out you're down to 5d now you do the same thing on the other one like yeah that decor gets tired yeah. and that's when you want your top guns to 100 keep the keep the, the ball yeah. rolling down low so i think that's why i think to come back to stats wise like i didn't i don't i don't want i i do want to score do i want it as primary no right yeah, you, yeah, you you're wearing out the D, and you, as you know, as a defenseman, like going back for pucks over and over and over yeah. again, it's it's a hard thing to do. No, it's hard to make good plays under yeah, pressure. No, for you sure. know? it's like for sure. and like you said, like third period, now you're just rimming pucks. You know, you're yeah. making bad plays. And then and you start re- you start changing your adjustment on the forecheck. You get the puck on the rims and you know, create offense sometimes off of that. Yeah. Well, you're doing a hell of a job. You know, yeah, I, again, I just sorry. keep saying it, but I just like appreciate you. Um, you know, just n- knowing your boundaries and, and, you know, being coachable and, and continuing to evolve and, and being yeah. a student, right? I think that's the only way well, to do it. Well, that's the thing. I, I've, I've never even – this is the biggest contract I've signed year-wise, and I always have the mindset that, you know, I might be scratch. Yeah. I need to play well. And every camp I'm trying to prove something else. Right. At the beginning, I was trying to prove that to be an NHL player. I still did that when I was in Anaheim. And now it's more, okay, maybe I'm established, but I don't put it in my head. Yeah. Now it's like I want to prove that I don't want to play six minutes. I want to play ten minutes. Right. So, like, I always try to put in my head that I'm, there's something that I need to prove. So I think it, and I think it's going to be like this. I don't know how long I'll play, and it's going to be like this until, you know, I hang them up. It's, right. it's the mindset, you know, of I've never got given anything. I have to work for it. So yeah. that's 
Well, you work your ass off, that's for sure. Yeah. That's for damn sure. Yeah, you've had some uh, some nice tellies. What's your most memorable fight? <sighs> I've had some good ones against McDermott. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I've won them, but, you know, I think Highly just entertaining, though. Long marathon yeah, ones, right. I think. But the one that I liked the most in the past few years, probably against Alexiak. That was one that I oh, felt. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. I felt confident, like the full, like I always feel confident. Even if he switched, that was. I've never hit somebody that hard. Yeah. But that last uh, Sealer Sealer's fight too was something good. Yeah, that was a great that fight. Was, that was yeah. a good fight. And <laughs> I, I think I, I told it on on another podcast just when I signed it. Like, who do you think is going to be your best friend? I was like, there's always something when you fight somebody and you yeah. come back and yeah, you know, we've been tight me and him. Yeah, so, Sealer. Yeah. Uh, no, I had that. That was a tough tough week for me. I fought. Uh, Fought three times. I fought Gadjevich. Pretty pretty tough kid too. I broke my nose on that one. Oh. And a week after, I fought Sealer, and he clipped me and broke it again. Oh, <laughs> but, that's fine. Uh, that was that was yeah. a good one. But uh, no, obviously, like I said, I, I I don't consider myself as the toughest guy in the league. But I, I'll search. You're, some you're right I, up there, yeah, man. Yeah, I'll yeah, tell I, you yeah, that. Man. I, won't, I won't say no. I'll, I'll say no. Well, not that I won't say no. I'll, now, because I know when to do it and yeah. when not. Yep. But I won't say no because I'm scared. Right. Yeah. 100%. Like, I think Borowiecki is an unbelievable guy, tough guy. He is one of the guys that I, I still struggle fighting because lefty and the way he comes in. Yeah, yeah. Like, that last fight, I, I knew he was going to do it. We talked in the box after, too. I knew he was coming in. But he came in more lower because I knew he always charged. Yeah. I wanted to come in with the uppercut. But he came low, so I went up top, and I hit him so hard. But he charged me, so we fell. Yeah. And he came in the box. He's like, I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> I was like, there's something about lefties that I'm, I'm still trying to manage. But, you know, it's uh, – I don't mind hitting, getting a few off the kisser. So. Yeah, <laughs> <not right. laughs> Gets you in the fight early, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. it wakes you up sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does, right? yeah. Yeah, I mean, you'll definitely keep, uh, you know, Reeves and the Wilsons and these guys, on, you know, honest because – Flyers haven't had that for, for yeah, some no, time. So like, all of a sudden these guys are walking around like King Kong, and it changes the it dynamic did. of the game. Man. Yeah. It really does. Have yeah, no, obviously, I think my first my first couple of years when Revo was in St. Louis, and I was starting to get into the itch. Like, If you let a guy like that, like I want to become kind of that guy too, you know, like yeah. guys are – he crosses the bench and the guys are just sitting there. He can yeah. chirp us and not say nothing. Yeah. Now it won't happen. Yeah, right. Because even if I feel like I lose the fight after, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. If you want to fight, I'll fight. Yeah. That's fine. And just I don't want you to run your mouth in front of the bench and just have no answer and guys are just sitting tight. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. Trying to trying to be that guy. Like I said, I, I don't go for wins or losses. I go for – I'll go. That's it. Showing yeah. up and bringing yeah. the spirit. Your team and change, change the game like we said in Tampa there. He changed the, the game there yeah. and – Boys were fucking all up banging their sticks when yeah, you came no, out, and I mean it's it, it, it's fun. It's it, like I said, there's that feeling of coming out of the box after five minutes and everybody's up and just cheering. You know, it's it's awesome. It's almost like a goal for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, that energy that it's created again, you can't quantify. You know, you know obviously the fans, you know, get excited. It's, it's a weird feeling. It's a people, weird. people try to ask like, it's it's hard to describe. Yeah. Throughout the fight, they're like, "Hey, do you think like you hear the crowd?" Not. During, after, after yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's mixed emotions of what happens on the ice. Yeah. Because guys, let's say in Tampa, I fought, and you don't 
obviously we're in a different building, but you know, you feel the guys tapping on the boards and everything. Then you score, then you feel the guys happy for, but like, I see like how the snowball effect yeah. goes. Yes. And then when you come out, obviously at home, who was, it? I think it was Cody McCormick. Oh, yeah. Always told me, it was like, if you want to get the best feeling of fighting, always fight at home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, but it's there's so much. It's hard to explain. Yeah, right. so, so much right. energy, like a, all, just a circle of energy, right? Yeah, it is. And yeah, then, and then it carries through through the game. Let's say you fight in the first, then you go meeting uh, after the first, and guys are just everybody. Good job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It goes throughout the full day. It doesn't go through just that. Yep. Two seconds. Yeah. So, but it is hard to explain. It is hard to explain. It, You've it, done it way more than me, and it's. I'm pretty sure it's the same. It, you try to explain it. There's, it's. Well, there's so many dimensions of the energy because you look at like the, the fan energy and the energy within yourself, but then like the teammates, how much confidence yeah. it, can, it can generate in, in how much in respect you get respect, from yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. both benches, right? Yeah. And, um, but yeah, it's a, it's an energy. It's 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 really hard to put into words, and it's it's more than just like a, a one-dimensional energy. Yeah, it's, no, it is. And that's why I still, you know, like I'm going to sit here and, and obviously sound like I'm fully supporting fighting because I still believe it belongs in the game because accountability so. is a powerful thing. Um, but I've also seen on the other side of things like, you know, for example, playing in, in Pittsburgh and George the Rock's not playing and like how it makes me feel like I'm still going to run around like like Donkey Kong. But now I don't got to fight George the Rock. But you know what I mean? You so it's edge. like, you know, you I got an edge. edge. It's like just, just that that mindset is, just, is a powerful thing, um, you know, versus, OK, now he's in the lineup. Whether it I fight him or not, it's like it just 100 percent. Like, like you're always ready if somebody. But if like you said, if George's not playing, it's like how much leverage do you think he has? Yeah, right. He can run around, and if he hits somebody, and it, just by his presence, yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's insane. You know, it, it really is. But I still believe that, it, you know, it, it, it has an effect on the psyche. It keeps people in line. Just 100%. knowing whether there's a fight or not, just knowing you're in the lineup, yep. just, they just, it just, just makes people think a little bit more about what Oh, yeah, no, act. 100%. When, when I play Colorado and I'm, I'm stretching on the red line and McDermott's not playing. Yeah. I guess I'm not fighting tonight. Yeah. But it does make me kind of breathe and stand taller. Tense, yeah. You know, it, it, it does. I, I still think that it's a, I don't think it's going to, it's never going to come back to back in the days. No. Right. It's getting away. Right. But it's still there. Yeah. You, you, I didn't play like you guys, obviously, but I can tell you, like you said, St. McDermott's not in the lineup. I'll bet you his teammates wish he was. I was going to say their was. teammates. I yeah, exactly. you they wish he was. Because I know back when Simmer was basically our only guy a few years back, and, you know, uh, Wayne Simmons would fight anyone. Yeah. Um, when he was hurt or wasn't playing, what a difference on our bench. Yeah. I mean, you know, Simmer's one thing. of those guys, someone does something, he stood right up. Hey, yeah. like, and his ba- we told the story before, Sidney Crosby, I was talking to Sid the one night, and, he was talking about he really likes a tough guy. Like yeah. he likes having a, a guy, you know, in his lineup. And and I said, man, I'm like Simmer hasn't been able to really find a fight. And I said, you. I said he goes into a into a scrum and guys are looking on the ice for quarters. They don't even want to yeah. look at yeah. him, you know. No. And, and he's the, like the, the presence. It's, yeah, it's, it's presence. exactly it's right. Insane. It's exactly right. That's one thing. thing too with Torts. Like we we want to defend our blue paint, but we want to be in their blue paint. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing too. Like yep. I've got told by I don't remember who told me this. It was three or four years ago and said just go out to blue paint and they won't drop a puck until you're out of there so let the ref move you <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. that's why i always go there and if i'm there i'm there and i'm not moving if not i'll always you'll notice i always if 
it's a shot from the blue line, I'm coming down the wall. I always try to find myself to just go touch it. Yeah. 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 Doesn't mean a lot, but well, you but keep doing it. Yeah. 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 It's a mindset. It's and a I mindset. think that's one thing that Torts really wants. Like those two blues, those are those are ours. So yes. I think that's why you've been seeing a lot of you know pushing and you know nobody can stand there. And I think that's yeah. but it comes down to that's there's sometimes this year drops uh, the gloves are gonna drop and yep. it could be somebody else, but we still need some. Yeah. Yes. Because I think the less fights or the less people like us, I think the more the way I see it, there's gonna be more cheap shots. Oh, oh for sure. Like yeah. That. yeah. I think that's that's how it is, man. There's still some now. I'm pretty sure when you played, there was way less than what it is now. There's not big ones, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's keeping people honest, and you know, and I and I love what you're saying about the the blue paint. I mean, obviously, we, we've heard this before. Our coaches talk about the blue paint all the time, but there's something very powerful about just doing what you're saying. Just yeah. like even if it's meaningless in that moment, you just you just go by there, you just step foot through there. Hundred percent. Over time, over time, over time, it's like. You know, it's like you you become a harder team to play against. Cause you don't even game. need to say anything. You don't say anything. Yeah, right. <laughs> you just float around. Sometimes you can just just say a joke. You're just there. And yeah. Sometimes, I, who was it? it? was a skill D. And I was just like, you want one? <laughs> yeah. Want one what? No. No, I don't. <laughs> but it's just being there. Yeah. yeah right. Talk, talk about, you know, build off that a little bit. Because I, 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 talk, I talk about this a little bit. You know, like when you... When you when you get in a situation where you you're you know you're you're in, you're in a confrontational state and you're looking a guy in the eyes like 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 98 percent of the guys like what are you saying like picking up quarters and just the eye contact goes down right because they don't want nothing to do yep. with it and you got maybe one 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 percent of the guys that might like, puff the chest out and like act like they want and usually those guys are when the refs are in yeah the yeah right when the refs come in yeah, it's, uh, yeah. no it is it sometimes. You're just staring, and you think he's looking at you, and not even two seconds when you stare at him, just that extra second. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> I personally the phone, can't the I feel up. like, I, oh, okay. Yeah. That's it. And then but. you got like the half percent of, or one percent of guys that will actually like engage yeah. because they're, they're wired that way. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's, it's amazing just like to what you're, all you're, what you're saying is like standing there, having that presence. Most people will say cower. They don't want nothing to do with it, right. and that, that's why I really believe that this, this role should never ever I, I leave the so. game. But 100%. I understand the game is so skilled, and I, and I love it. But you know, once you remove it's it fully, yeah, the full skills and everything. But yeah. I think there's still boundaries to meat and potatoes. Yeah, I mean, and you're a perfect example of, of yeah. filling in that modern day tough guy because you have to be able to play the game. Yeah, I wasn't in the same league at all. So you know, I pre appreciate what you what you you've done in your career and. How you've evolved to where you are today, and yeah, it was a, forward to the rest was, of the season. Yeah, no, it's, you, man. it's been fun. Like I said, obviously, uh, only had three fights that weren't great, but uh, you know, can't still wait three and six games. It's three man. and six <laughs> games. On pace for quite a bit. <laughs> and, yeah, right. It means Keep a lot. Keep that pace up. Yeah. It means a lot to but your no, team. It's, uh, that's, that's the thing. I'm, I'm more of a guy that puts the team first, and I think we we have something special. Yeah, yeah we have I some agree. some young guys that you know they work hard, but yeah. to come back to, I think, Torts is. is Demanding, that's that helps a lot. It yeah. does. Yeah, it no does. Doubt. It's exactly what we needed. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Well, thanks so much for coming thank out, you. man. This yeah, has been awesome. Man. It was yeah. awesome. No, yeah. thank you. Appreciate you. Good luck the rest of the way. Keep grinding. And yeah, keep her going, man. 
Look forward sure. to seeing how the season plays out. Hope you don't lace them back up. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a buck eighty-five, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'll be a skilled guy out there. He's, he's a skilled guy in men's league. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's all he's totally power play. Yeah, you know, power play guy. Goals. So that's where I have to go to. <laughs> yeah, yeah all roads land up in the same league, man. Yeah, right. Oh man, we do appreciate you, brother. Best of luck, man. It's awesome having you in Philly. Uh, like Rouse said, we were so pumped when you signed. We're like, this is unbelievable. So perfect fit here, man. Oh, thank you. Thanks yeah. for having me. This is fun. A big thank you to our friend Nick Delorier. What an awesome dude. Awesome guy, man. Appreciate him coming on, spending the time with us today. Nice to have him here in Philadelphia and not having to worry about him playing against. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, another team, if he would have been somewhere else, uh, great guy, great team guy. Yeah, absolutely. Someone you want on your team. Yes. Uh, and again, a guy that you really don't love playing against, but no. um, yeah, a Philly Philly guy all the way. Yes. See him for the next four years, so appreciate him spending the time with us today. Yes. I think it's time to get into the clear questions presented to you by our good friends at Clear Rum. Baller, what do you got? Uh, we got one from Dylan McCall over on the gram. He said, any funny or interesting moments with Bob when he was in net for us? Oh, nasty. What do you got? Oh, well, I mean, I'm not sure if we talked about the Snoop Dogg incident. I'm not sure they're asking about in the pipes. Okay. So we could already talk about I'm the Snoop Dogg. I just meant when he was here. Okay, so in the pipes. Hmm, in the pipes. Uh, he was pretty dialed in, man. You know, like he never he really so had focused. an issue. Yeah, he... Um, I know we just always had to have the straw in his water bottle. Yeah. Uh, I remember one game, someone took his bottle, and he always brought it in, and I was, was scrambling no around, and I went to Air, uh, is it Airmark. I went around the way, and they cut one of the hoses from the like the drink machine. Oh, no way. How and clever. It per- How and it clever. fit perfectly. But um, nothing overly... Uh, Nothing overly like crazy happened with him. That's about the only thing I could think of because, like I said, Bob was so prepared. Yeah, you know when he was here. I mean, his he had a routine daily, and um, you know he he could he was obviously speaking English, um, but uh, there was nothing ever really happened that was too crazy with well, him. You, you, you talked about how prepared he was and how dialed in he was. You may as well just give the one hundred and one story about the Snoop concert. Well, quickly, I'll make it short. <laughs> He's here. He barely speaks English. He's been here. 48 48 hours yeah 48 hours two days (laughs) so it was funny because he was actually doing lessons english lessons twice a day and so he was picking up a few things and and i remember him coming in about it was about the third day and he's like good morning nasty and he's smiling (laughs) because he's so proud you know like and i'm like that's awesome like good morning bob and then i say something he's like okay (laughs) he's walking right so anyway at the end of the day i said uh it was a bunch of us going to the concert, uh, Snoop Dogg concert, and I was like, "Hey, Bob, but you know Snoop Dogg?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'm like um, trying to figure out how to say it. I'm like concert. I kind of get it across to him. Okay, I'm like, I'll pick you up five o'clock, and we go. So as you know, we get there, we go to eat dinner, and and uh, <laughs> have a couple pops. <laughs> yeah, have a couple beers. Now he was not drinking. Uh, he didn't drink, and he ordered. He was able to say green tea. Yeah, remember he said green tea, and we were at uh, we were at a place where this guy had tattoos all over his face and everything yeah. else. And he's it was like, like beer, beer, yeah, beer, yeah. vodka, 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 beer, green tea, and, <laughs> and I'm like, water's good, and, and I'm like, Bob, water. He's like, okay. So we eat. We go into the venue. Well, Snoop Dogg's late. Oh yeah, you remember our buddy Malcolm? 
Um, we're up there seeing Malcolm and uh, talking to him, and a few different things happen, uh, not to draw it out, but one of the funnier things is we walk upstairs real quick, and I said, Bob, I'll be right back. Now, it's about 8 o'clock now, right? We've been there like three hours. So we run up, and all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, man, Bob, we forgot about Bob. I think Jeff Carter was with us. Yeah. So I go running back down the steps because we're upstairs in the office, and there is a girl fight going on and bob is backed into the corner and his eyeballs are <laughs> popping out of his head these two girls they got a handful of hair and they're swinging i'm like it's funny but it's not because he's scared of that so get him everything's calm they get these girls out because we were up top we're yeah. roped off right mm-hmm. so then they're like you guys want to go meet snoop he's finally on his way we go downstairs his security came in back then when he was Snoop Lion. Yeah, yeah, correct? right. You got the Muslim security. He, he you got the, the gangster security, security. Yeah, and the doors flew open, and these guys came flying in, and, and the ceilings were low. I looked oh, tall yeah. in there because the ceilings are low in the back, uh, in the back of the place. And uh, this guy comes right over and is like, "Who the fuck are you?" And this guy was huge, and Bob was like, <laughs> he like <laughs> thought he was gonna die right on the spot, and I did too, actually. <laughs> um, so they kind of like calm everything down. Our buddy steps over and says, no, no, they're with us. They're with us. We give Snoop a jersey. Go back upstairs. Now, finally, Snoop comes on. Where were you? I'm looking around for you. I got Bob with me. I'm like having Elvis at that point because you know, you barely Poor speak guy. English. He's he traumatized. Just, just was traumatized already by this whole thing. Uh, we fight through the crowd to get back up to our seat. And I'm like, where's Cartsy and, and, and Riles? Look down, here comes Snoop on stage. You and Cartsy on stage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? And, and Bob's going, look, look. He's like, sees you guys on stage. So now he's about two songs in, and Bob's like on his phone, and I'm like, I'm like Texting what's his up? agent. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what, Bob, what? he's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bro, it's, it's 8.30, man. It's song number like, two. This is the second song. He, um, uh, bedtime. And, yeah. You know, he's like that. And I'm like, not yet, man. Not yet. You know, and he's like, oh, so we watch about four or five songs. I'm watching you and, and, and Cartsy, really, because I'm just like dying that you guys are on the stage. Oh, yeah. Was... So I had a drummer. And uh, finally, he's on his phone, and I'm like, you know what, man? He's probably texting his agent. His agent's going to call Homer. What do you got him at this concert for? Um, so we ended up leaving. But he he always said he enjoyed it. He had oh, a good yeah. time. But, he, you know, he got five songs of it in anyway. Oh, man. That's, that was probably one of the funniest He got welcomed stories. to Philly yeah. in a big way that day. Holy. Yeah, he, uh, he wasn't expecting all of that. He's probably carrying that trauma around still. <laughs> no, he's fine now. He's fine. All right, Baller, what do you got? Uh, one more. Quinn over on Twitter. What are some of the craziest times you've heard a coach specifically call out a player on the bench or in the locker room? You, 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 you played. Mean, you played. I heard geez, tons of stuff, I mean, the craziest? Uh, I don't even know. I mean, I mean, thinking of you know John Stevens coming ripping ripping guys, new assholes. Um, Lavi used to come in with some. I yeah, don't I mean, he, he was really—he w- wasn't calling guys out so much. I don't feel, but but maybe I can't really remember. Um, I mean, uh, now I remember Homer coming in oh, with a stick, with a stick, and he didn't just give it to one guy; he gave it to every he single guy, no matter what. It didn't matter if you you fought three times; he still had something to say to you. Yeah, you know, yeah, because right. he couldn't. Yeah, leave couldn't. a guy out, but I would think to me the craziest was I remember the lockout year, I believe, and we didn't play the greatest, and 
you guys used to come in the door, and the, this is at the Spectrum, and hand me your stick and put it on the wall. I think we were going somewhere after. And I turned to move a couple of the sticks, and the door flew open, almost took my head off. Oh, yeah. And I jumped back, and it's Homer, and I had a stick in my hand, and he just jerked it right out of my hand and went right in the room. And he had that thing in your guy's face, every guy right around the room, and just burying, just burying guys. Ruthless. Um, that's probably one of the craziest. I can't think of any coaches that I remember totally calling a guy out unless they pulled him in the office and you could hear him screaming. Yeah. But uh, I think that he was the GM then, uh, Homer, and that was one of the craziest things. I saw. And I saw that a few times. Yeah, no, for sure. And it, you know, things have changed, obviously, you yeah. know, even in the you know, last 10, 12, 15 years than it was. Yeah. You know, 100%. back in the day when you had guys like Mike Keenan floating around oh. and Pat Burns and, you know, some of these guys <laughs> yeah. that were really, really yeah. know, demeaning almost, right? And right. they would just say anything because it, it was a different time back then. But uh, I, you know, it, certainly it, some tongue lashings, but nothing, nothing I, I didn't think that was overly aggressive at least in my like, my, yeah. my perspective not that i i can't remember i remember mike keenan my my dad telling me the one and there were a few ilka sinisalo stories oh, yeah. uh but there was one where you know they had been playing well they were losing a game and he kind of went around the room like clarky would do because that's where homer kind of got yeah. it from him and clarky both would do it and uh he said to he said to ilka he's like it's sinisalo how do you have nine goals or ten goals already and he was like power play mike yeah right. <laughs> yeah know, like of he course. always had something to say back but um that was probably the craziest i've seen was when i saw homer do it and clarky a couple times yeah. and uh just just the look on homer's face is uh, scary they don't say anything. He probably didn't need to talk yeah he didn't even need to talk. stand there with a stick and he there, got the message there was a story where he he came in the room when my dad was there and, and the <clears throat> i was a kid but he came in and he used to break sticks, yeah. right? So he had it. He grabbed a stick and he came to the room. And I can't remember if it was Doug Crossman or who it was, but they had Chief told us a story where <laughs> he like reached down and grabbed his grabbed helmet, the bucket and put his helmet yeah, on yeah. because you know Homer yeah, yeah, swinging the stick, yeah, shrapnel. <laughs> but uh, I wasn't there to witness that one. Yeah. All right. Well, we appreciate your questions. Yes, Be sure you. to send them in Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we obviously love hearing from you. And if you're liking what you see, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like and subscribe. Yes. And follow us on all social media. Until next week, Nast. Number 92. 92. Coming up. We'll see you then. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.